Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There it is, rocking with a little Snoop, coming back, old school. Jay Foreman, E. Strick, diving into a little NBA. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta continue this thing with Kevin Durant. Tell me, you know what? Don't even get into whether he's a beta or not, because I guarantee you he's probably, if he's listening, he's gonna start lighting you up on a text message. I'm gonna. Uh, ask he has one of them, uh, burner, them burner accounts right. too. He'd probably be all up in my right. joint. I want to ask you this, right? Because I feel like Dirk became an alpha Facts. super dog over mm-hmm. time over time and i feel like some nba stars over time have became become chumps in the sense of they don't like the challenge everybody everybody in there you can view that kevin durant made the best decision for him took the easy way joined the team that you pretty much choked again golden states that's anybody's opinion talk about those two different mentalities what what triggered dirk to become that alpha dog and leader, great question, and a guy that people feared when they went out on the court, even at the end of his career, when he felt if you made Dirk, it feels like when Dirk was at this like swan song. Mm-hmm. If a young rookie kind of made him mad, fouled him too hard, he's like, he'll drop twenty on you. They said, "Well, thank you for doing business." Like I said, there's yeah. your lesson. Yeah. And then where does a guy like Kevin Durant fit into that? In the sense of not having that, I'll, I'll do it by myself. I'll do it a different way and it seems like more i want to say pettiness because i i think kevin durant's a good dude um just a different mentality just talk about those two different mentalities okay first i'll, I'll just kind of touch on kevin and then i'll go to dirt for kevin never never did address the the elephant in the room which is the westbrook situation um james harden just said i'm gonna go be that dude and he's going to get paid and a chance to really start because people don't understand James Harden was coming he's off, off the bench. bench right? He was second-round pick, right? People don't recognize James Harden. He didn't have any facial hair when he was a rookie. Yeah. yeah. So so that's that's the thing. He he took that role, which was okay because he just said, you know what? It's time for I'm gonna, me to get, time time me to go me get, get it. Get right. it, right? So he did that. Then – so Kevin never addressed the elephants in the room. He was. It seemed as if he was always looking for someone – to do it on his behalf instead of really just sitting down talking through other channels and let and me deal it, with yeah, you deal, right. head to head and because they supposed to be boys they kind of went through the grind together because you know I mean? they were in kevin was in seattle yeah people don't understand that he was yeah. in seattle he was Except back up there when nobody nobody wanted to come watch yeah the oklahoma city they kind of went through the grind together so they were probably went through some stuff early in their career where mm-hmm. they had to, they both were young yes so 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 not addressing that you then decide to go into another locker room, and you did that with Golden State, not addressing the situation, you just came in, fit in, played, became MVP-ish in the way that you handled your business there. You still wasn't alpha. Steph was still alpha. Even though Steph let you do you, but he still was that guy. That guy. Right. You break camp because you're searching for it, and you say, let me go make it. You leave and go to 
Brooklyn. Right. You try to make it work. Kyrie's super alpha. So you still haven't addressed that situation. He just happens to get hurt, which puts you in the natural situation of being that. You you perform. Right. You get it done. You want more. You need James back. You you bring it. It doesn't work. There's not injury. I mean, oh, the whole injury situation works the way it works. But the problem with Kevin Durant in that situation was – he never dealt with, addressed, handled those situations. So now when it comes back together, you end up facing a Boston team. This Boston team says we're going to be physical. So they're boom, boom. Everywhere he went, it was an elbow. It was a shoulder. Yeah, they, they brought, it was they went in you. It, it was went. up in you. Yeah, that's how they did yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So for whatever reason, the refs let it let it go. They the, the style changed a little bit. They were letting them be physical. I was like, wait a minute. This is yeah. this is a style I like. I'm going to yeah. watch this. Okay, boom. That's what happened. Now, let's go back to Dirk. Dirk. Dirk was a rookie. I was a third-year player. Dirk would try to post me up and stuff because we would get switched. And we played a multitude of styles where we didn't care who guarded what. We were, we were one of the originators of that, right? So I put Dirk on the three-point line. It's like, young fella, get up out of here. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, so I did did it like that. Dirk was, I but I always said Dirk. When he gets it, when he understands it, when he learns this American style, right? He's going to be a beast. Okay. I left, got traded that next year. I knew we were going to be good because we had the second best record in the Western Conference, tied with the Lakers. That second half, we right. were beating everybody. Right. You know, like we was we like 32 and something. Right. Like we had a really good record. Okay. In that, Dirk, the next year, they go 50 games. They end up being number one in the in the Western Conference. Right. Steve Nash, yeah, Finley, right. that yeah. group, right? But they faced number eight team, which was Golden State, who had Baron Davis – Steven Jackson and that crew, and they just basically said, they basically said, we're going to punk Dirk. This is how we're going to beat them. So every time they they bump Dirk, they're like, we're going to beat you. Bump me again. I'm going to beat you. Yeah, you know that that's kind of how they was coming at Dirk, right? right? They were they were like, we're taking Dirk out of this mentally right. because we know we can't physically match Handle, up with right. him. So we're gonna we every time he went by him. You a, you a, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. Dirk. You a, you know they just talk crazy to him. It affected Dirk. They lose the series. That was one of the first times that a one beat eight, other than the Dikembe situation. Yeah. I think that might have been the second time a one beat an eight. Right. When Dikembe and that crew beat, yeah. I can't remember who they beat, but they 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 ended up beating a, a one seed. They beat Seattle. Yeah. Was it Seattle? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a Denver. Yeah. In the Denver group. Yeah. Okay. So they they were they they took that. That's where he learned it. He was like, wait a minute. I'm going to go in this weight room. I'm going to go. And he started talking crazy. If you watch this, if you just go back and watch Dallas games, he would hit threes and he was getting animated. Yeah. He would throw up threes. He'd be like, I'm that, you know, he started yeah. hitting his chest. Yeah. You saw he was different. And that's when they ended up winning the championship. Let me ask you something before we go to break here, man. And I want to really ask you about, this right here because I felt like it was a little it was alarming when I saw it 
there's a situation. Uh, there's there's been a few of them, obviously, in the NFL, but one that comes to mind, Steve Smith, when he struck a teammate. Talk about Steve Smith, football, Steve football Smith, football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right receiver, Steve Smith. Steve, yeah. Okay. Where he, yeah, where yeah. he, he, you know, he lost like everybody. He got fined or lost about a million bucks. He just cold cocked the guy for asking him to run a play again. Whatever. Talk about Draymond and Jordan Poole and the effects of that. And I think Golden State, if there's ever a team, I used to always say, it, say San Antonio Spurs were a team where if you look inside their locker room, the way that they're structured, their their culture is always good. And I think Golden State is probably the best. Best, probably so the I think best Steve Kerr does a phenomenal job with that. Mm-hmm. But this situation ain't easy. Mm-mm. And because you're thinking, you just mentioned Durant. Mm-hmm. Who was the other culprit? Mm-hmm. Draymond, right? That got into it with him, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, as the skills get a little bit lessened and it gets a little bit annoying, I mean, you can th- you can pretty much say Draymond lost the, 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 uh, the NBA championship when he, you know, accidentally kicked over somebody in the in the gonads. Mm-hmm. He got suspended for a game. Mm-hmm. Talk about Draymond, <laughs> cold cock and pool, and how that can affect the team, okay. short term and long term. Because he's a big Draymond's a Hall of Fame player in my opinion, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame personality as well. Um, but how you know that's a little overboard. I mean, everybody just scrap with teammates in training camp. I know have you have, yeah. But just to walk up and just go steal somebody unsolicited, that's a little different because everybody, nobody expected that typing to happen. So how do you how does how does the team rebound from that? And what are the steps that Draymond needs to do to kind of get that to be something in a, in a, in the long long in this past? Well, there there were choices that had to be made that obviously happened. And the choices that had to be made was, or that have to be made is, are you going to keep him? Are you going to move him? Is it going to affect Jordan Poole's signing if he stays? Yeah, well, Jordan Poole just got paid. So that's what I'm saying. So they had to have a conversation. Even though if I'm Jordan Poole, if this this is me, so I don't know Jordan Poole per se, but me. If that would have happened to me, we fight on site every time I see you. Right, you know that right. that's that's right, the mentality. Right, yeah. I'm look look look. Either he got to go or I got to go because every time I see him, we fight because he stole on me like right. that. I'm I'm just I'm just not. He getting elbows in the side. This this it's gonna be something every time I see Draymond Green for the rest of the season. That, right. that, that's me. Right. So I don't know what Jordan Poole is, but one of the things I know about Jordan Poole is he runs his mouth. Here's why you know that's the case. If you just would have watched summer league stuff when he he played, he oh, played yeah, in the yeah yeah up in Seattle, up in Seattle yeah, yeah, with Ben Carroll and yeah, all that, and right? then he then he got into it even uh, to the point that where Clay Thompson would had to flex on him. I guess the only way Clay can in the Memphis series, right? So yeah, I mean, so that's so, the, that's right, what you're so dealing with, right? And it seemed like it was a long time coming. It seemed like it seemed like been Dray, probably yeah, bumping. Draymond and Draymond like, just ain't about he's a, some and this is the thing about people that. I guess just don't understand about just the people in general. There's some people that do a lot of talking. And then once you hit a point with somebody talking's over mm-hmm. and it seemed like Draymond was like, right, got I'm to that point. Yeah, they got to do it. Cause you yeah. know, Steph Curry ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. He, yeah. He, 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 Curry, that's why you didn't see him in the right, mix. Right. He just over there probably back there drinking his Gatorade. He said, I guarantee, listen, I don't know what was, because they're not telling you what was said, and you can't really see it on the film, but I can tell you this. He probably said something about, you know, you washed up 
Yeah. And I'm about to get this money, so you know you where you that type right. of stuff. Yeah. See, that's where you you will get rocked that way. So that's probably yeah. that's why you probably and you can't trade Draymond. Draymond's untradeable right now. He's got one more year and an option, so he's gonna probably opt in. He's untradeable because he's a guy that can't go into another locker room and chemistry right. happen. Right. And and what his offensive skill set is it, it he's only valuable to that type of that team. type of team. So mm-hmm. I like that. That was a good segment right there, man, especially just, you know, just kind of bouncing around on the mentality of players. So we're we're going to go to a quick break and come back for another short segment with E Strick and Jay Foreman. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.